welcome to the uh, to the next episode of, of CISO Talks. Um, today we've got with us um, Gary Hayslip, um, who's been within the sector for many years now, um, has held pretty much every position you can think of in the sector. And what we've really come to um, like to discuss and to, to ask really is that um, obviously, Gary, you've put, you've now probably mentored many aspiring leaders and CISOs and what really is like the key aspects of the job that like take people by surprise and and what's what's really changed a lot in the maybe the last three years with with everything that's going on um in the world at the moment like what are the biggest changes you're seeing <laughs> um see how much time do we have here <laughs> um well, the first part, you know, the first part of the question you were asking about, you know, some of the, you know, the key aspects of the job that kind of catch people by surprise. You know, the, um, what I find interesting is that, you know, I get, you know, I get people talk, you know, to me all the time that, uh, hey, my son's going to be going into cybersecurity and, you know, someday he wants to be a CISO or she wants, or she wants to be a CISO, uh, you know, she's coming into cyber and, you know, and she aspires to go ahead and be able to, you know, and I'm like, off, you know, definitely go for it. You know, the, um, I think some of the things that, you know, kind of catch people by surprise is, you know, the chief information security officer role, you know, the CISO role, it's not something that you go to school for. It's not something that you, um, you know, you can go ahead and come into the security field because the security field itself, getting into the field itself, even at entry level, you know, it takes a bit of work and, you know, and surprises people how hard it can be, you know, and then the CISO role itself is, you know, you're basically talking about a senior level executive that um, she or, you know, he has been working in the field for at least eight to 10 years and probably has several, you know, engineer architect roles underneath their belts and they've led multiple teams before they finally, you know, get selected to be a chief information security officer. You know, um, and so that one thing that I think surprises people is the fact that, you know, hey, this usually takes about 10 to 15 years of experience to go ahead and get, you know, in the seat and to get the title, you know. And then I think the next thing that kind of surprises people about the role is that it's just unrelenting shit, just straight up. You know, it, you work 24-7, you know, it's not one of those jobs that you go ahead and go on vacation and you can shut your phone off and everything, and you don't have to worry about, you know, communicating with anybody for a couple of weeks. No, you're on call. You know, security mm -hmm. is 24-7, period. And if you're running security teams and protecting a company and protecting their asset, especially if it's a major multinational corporation, you know, unless you've got yourself a very, very good team, you don't totally disconnect and not talk to anybody. You're always going to be on call and talking to people and managing risk, you know? And so the job is unrelenting. The stress can be phenomenal. You know, I've, I've written about it. I've talked about it. I've mentored sisters on the fact of, of self-care and self-resilience. You've got to take care of yourself because this job will eat you alive and burn you out. You know, these are things people don't realize. Um, the, um, that happens with the job, you know, in fact, um, we, you know, I've had multiple people who've done research on this and they equate the stress to the job is to that of a first responder or like somebody, you know, I mean, somebody who did 20 years in the military, like myself, the stress is very similar 
to when I was deployed in combat. You know, it's just one of those things that, um, and what it is, is it's this constant nagging, this constant on you, because even as you finish projects, there's new things. Even as you finish dealing with threats or finish dealing with emergencies, you've got something else and you've got something else. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's just the mission. There's just the, what you are there for to do with your teams and you've got to keep them focused and it's daily ever over and over again. And it's the discipline that's involved in, in doing the role and managing the teams and managing the risk. It's the, the boring monotony of managing and monitoring controls and, yeah. and you know and protecting a company and every so every once in a while you get you know excited and holy crap you know you found something and, you know and you're threat hunting and you're cleaning it up and and then afterwards it gets back to where it's quiet and you're you're working and then oh you know and then you're dealing with it and it gets quiet again people don't realize that they don't realize that um you know that's the job it's it's you know, it's not something where you're sitting in an office, nice and quiet, and you're just handling paperwork, you know, and you occasionally log in the computer and look at stuff. That's not even close, you know. And so I, I kind of warn people, you know, as they're striving for that role and they're working really, really hard and going through different, um, you know, they've been a security engineer for a while. Now they're a security architect and, and maybe they finally get up to director level and you know, and she's managing her teams and she's finally going in for her first CISO role. Just giving them, you know, a gut check that, you know, hey, this is what you're walking into. You know, yeah. and you're going to be, you're going to be held accountable for the management of risk of that organization and how you and the program that you put together and how the teams are managed with the budget that you're given, you know, and, and even now, some CISOs are now looking at lawsuits. Some CISOs are now answering to lawyers and answering, you know, to uh, some, you know, uh, things that are winding through the court right now because they didn't do it correctly or they didn't follow due diligence or maybe they stepped out of, you know, what they were, you know, what their remit, what they were allowed to go ahead and do. There's a lot of different things out there now that, um, and this I think touches into the next part of your question where I think the role is changing is that because of the threats, because of the risk that business today is dealing with, and just the impact, just the unrelenting, vicious impact that some of these threats have on companies to the point to where they bankrupt them or to the point to where even on the medical or on the hospital side where they believe patients have probably died because of some ransomware attacks and attacks on infrastructure. Um, you know, the um, what's happening now is I think the you know, I believe it, and many of us, you know, practitioners or many of us executives who are in the field are seeing it as well. Um, we are becoming executives of the company. We're becoming involved in leadership teams. We're actually sitting on boards or we're reporting to boards now. Um, you know, the um, when the business is doing large new you know, opportunities that they're going to be, you know, pivoting and, hey, we're going to come up with this new product or we're going to, you know, look at, you know, these new services or we're looking at doing M&A and acquiring this company. Um, CISOs are finding they're in the middle of that now and that they're having to, you know, deal with risk. They're having to hire a third party to assist them to review so that they can go ahead and speak to, this is the impact of the business. These are issues that we're going to have to change. If you're going to M&A and purchase this company, 
their technology stack and tools and everything are this, ours are this, <laughs> here's the gap, <laughs> here's what I would recommend, you know, for the next six months, 12 months, 18 months, you know, to reduce the risk exposure to the company so that we can move forward with the acquisition. Um, we're seeing more of that. You know, you're yeah. seeing a lot of that now with us where, um, you know, five years ago, you were involved so much with the leadership team, and now you are part of the leadership team, or you're very close to it. And honestly, I mean, in a lot of ways, um, there's more professional, there's more professional risk exposure to us. Um, and there's ways that many of us are looking at managing that. But also at the same time, I think it's also refreshing because I think that's where the CISO should be. This role and the the value that when it's being done right, when the teams and the program are being done right, the value you bring to the business, you should be at that level. You need to be at the leadership team level. And the reason is, is um, to be effective, you need to be able to see across the organization what people are doing so that you can make changes. So that you don't yeah. get in the way because you're supposed to be there. You're supposed to be there to bring value, not get in the way and slow the business down. Now, there are times where you, you need to be able to say, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Before we do that, <laughs> here's some things that go ahead and then you have know, some things that we need to be talking about here. You know, the SEC says this or, you know, uh, FCA says this. And so you can have yeah. that discussion. And so you can have that business discussion and we as a team can make a decision of, oh, okay, then let's do it this way. And then we still move forward. You know, you're not going to stop the company from doing something, but at least you can have that discussion on risk. And do we have mitigating steps that we can put in place? Do we need to bring in a third party? Are we just going to accept that risk? But at least you've had that discussion about it, you know, and, uh, and that's what I'm seeing, you know, where the role is, is changing. You know, becoming... on a daily basis, you know, and now a lot of the federal regulations are coming out that I think are even going to be tying even more into it on how this role, you know, um, is on the leadership part of, this, of the company. 